Hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Two, two Peas in, in a podcast, podcast, a relationship advice show from two people who like each other very, very, very much. Happy Christmas is over. There's no place like home for the holidays. How was your Christmas, Delbert? I know. Oh man, it was. Uh, yeah, it was great. We're in that slump. It's, it's like a weird, like exciting slump between Christmas and New Year's, isn't it? You've got that big Christmas holiday dinner, and then uh, then you've got the the New Year's coming up. And there's just this weird in-between time, you know? So I'm kind of in that weird in-between time. I think I have no pity for you because you have like three weeks of work off. I do have three weeks of work off. I'm like, you poor, poor man that doesn't have to work. I am a poor, poor man who doesn't have to work. But it's still, it's, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be keeping busy. Yeah, I know. You always find something to keep active. I have active. so much loot I have to break in. I have to figure out how to use all my new stuff mm-hmm. to try on my clothes and find out the different fashion combinations so we went to Dell's families for uh christmas with all of his siblings and all of their spouses and then he has a little sister named julia and we did a gift exchange there oh, and yeah. meal and all that jazz and it saw was so, star wars it was so good saw star wars listen i don't know where i've been but i feel that the movie theaters where my parents live have certainly upped their game and movie theater viewing technology is you thought the future was 3d no Nay, I tell you, the future is fully reclinable couch chair beds. The theater, what's it called? J&M? No, MJR. MJR. It's just MJR chain Brighton 20 whatever. So it's in Brighton, Michigan, and they have these recliners, but they're not lazy boys it's a row of reclining chairs with the nicest material. Oh, they're It was so nice. Delightful. I we sat down in the chairs and then looked at each other and then we thought, you know, we had heard Star Wars had some negative reviews. So we both said, I don't feel bad if we had to pay to nap here. It I was know. so comfortable. It's more like Sleepy Wars because I was trying not to fall asleep, not because of the movie, which I enjoyed, but because I was so comfortable and I got a beer. I mean, maybe we're just not in a place that's as hip as some places. And maybe this is something that's gone on everywhere, but it's just catching on in Michigan and it is the future. And I... Love it. We liked Star Wars, but those chairs were fantastic. I'm wondering if that going experience made it better because I, I also I did. also had a beer, mm-hmm. which was incredible. I love it. I loved it. I do kind of feel that it's a little inappropriate to be lying down so like close to all these strangers. Yeah, I've never been in such a big room where everyone's just like lying down together. I felt that that was like it's a little uncomfortable. It did feel weirdly personal because I. I couldn't tell if the person next to me was a teenage boy or a middle-aged woman. And at first I thought it was a teenage boy and I felt kind of weird about it. But then when I was like, oh, I think it's a middle-aged woman. And then I felt better for some Mm -hmm. reason. But then by the end, I was like, I don't know who this person is, but I just want to make sure I respect their space. Yeah, you're laying. It is weird. Let's be honest. It's weird. But it's a good weird. 
Yes. And we're all about good weird here on Two Peas in a Podcast. I don't know. I don't know if it was a good weird for me, but it was still an enjoyable <laughs> time. I liked it. I'd highly recommend it. I'd go back and I liked Star Wars. Well, if you ever find a movie theater that gives you beer and gives you an option to basically sleep during the movie and it's okay, then you should take it. So this is Two Peas in a Podcast. It's a relationship show from two people that like each other very, very much. We're still in that holiday season, so... Uh, when we get to the split, the second part of our podcast, we're going to talk about a topic that's kind of related to something holiday-ish themed because I thought it would be fun. That'll be fun. But the first part of our podcast is P's and Q's where we take a question and it's related to relationships and stuff and we talk about we it. We talk about it, but first, before we, before we get to that, if you are interested in sending your questions our way, you can do that through our email address at contactppodcast at gmail.com or you can join the nation of podcast conversation at ppodcast no facebook.com slash ppodcast or twitter at ppodcast and we are also if you haven't done it yet you should go download us on all the download things wherever your um fine podcasts are found we are on itunes or apple music and we had a great review that i wanted to read here real okay quick. It's a five-star review from, oh, I'm going to get this so wrong, Earth Pro, oh, Earther, Earther Prototype. Okay. And it says, his podcast is a lot of fun. And that's it. Cool. Thanks, Earther Prototype. Love it. Word that might have been reviewed on the wrong podcast, <laughs> but I'll take the stars. <laughs> so, uh, leave us a review. That'd be super awesome. Okay. So to the questions. This weekend, as you mentioned, we were all around a lot of our family, and I was talking to my brother-in-law. His name is Noah. Hi, Noah. Hey, Noah. And uh, I was saying, like, hey, Noah, we're talking about podcasts, and we're talking about our show, and I was like, do you have any relationship questions? Now, he is married to my sister, so I didn't want him to feel like this was a trap. Like, oh, you're having a bad relationship? Do I need well, to take his you out back or something? Well, and mom was in the room, too, yeah. so we just kind of... We're talking about questions, and this one came up, yeah. and then we all chatted about it. So it was open and lively, and it was a good discussion. Yeah, I don't think I'm outing anything. No, and it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. I think it's a well-asked question. Yeah, so basically, uh, he and my sister um, live out in New York, and she is going back to grad school. So his question is, what are some suggestions, tips, or ideas for keeping balance in your life when one partner is getting a degree? Some of the things that he had mentioned were dealing with going back to one income, uh, different house chore loads, together time. How do you keep it together when one partner goes back to school? I think that's a really good question because I think a lot of people have relationships where someone does go back to school and then a lot of stuff changes so mm -hmm. how do you deal with that well that's something that we've talked about of me maybe going back to school in the future mm -hmm. or even you um and then but either both of us have done some like certifications and classes and conferences yeah. where there are periods of time where we are working extra on these other things so uh, but i can't imagine at this moment especially with a baby child on the way going back to like hardcore full-time school again well and i think there's different levels of going back to school because there are a lot of people do part-time and stay mm -hmm. working and maybe cut their hours i think what makes their situation different is she was working full-time mm -hmm. and then went down to part-time work and full-time student yeah 
And I only mention that because, you know, in any household where you do that, you lose some income. Right. And so when you lose income, then you have to either figure out, does the other person work more? Do we deal with less money? Um, So you're figuring out finances. So I think that's kind of where they're at. So to, to answer his question specifically... I um a lot of planning, a well, lot of planning. I have to unpack one more thought, and then okay. I'll, I'll be done unpacking. Okay. I think the other thing that changes is when you go back to school. If you're still working, you have a shift of finances, but then you have a reallocation of time. Yes, because you remember, like a few years ago, I was just driving to work all the time. Yes, and so I had three hours less a day because I was driving than you did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that just meant. So this this is could be maybe this could be a similar thing, not the finance part of it, but like you were dry, you were you had an hour and a half commute, mm-hmm. one way, and that was a three hour chunk of our day that you weren't around. And then when you took a different job that was in town, it's like, what am I going to do with all this time? I was <laughs> I went insane, and it was a like a reverse reallocation of like now I'm doing all this stuff that I've been doing, and you're like, well, what do I do? And we did have to take, it took a few months to readjust. To, I really did. To create that equilibrium of a different lifestyle. Well, and what had happened is because because I was, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but just because I was gone so much, the division of labor in our house really shifted to you, and you were doing 75% of everything. It was fine. Yeah, it you did fine. like most of our meals, most of our meal planning. A lot, Like the house was just not very clean because... <laughs> That's well, not no. my that's not my jam. Well, no, I mean you were busy doing other household tasks and stuff. You were you were always busy and then I just didn't have time to clean. Right. So I don't I think I cleaned our stove like four times Listen, when we lived there. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. That's what my old boss used to say when I was in high school. So I unpack all that stuff to say I think you gotta figure out the finance part and how you want to deal with that. And then when you figure that part out, then you got to figure out what you want to do with your time. Yeah, I'm not a financial aid advisor, so I'm not legally bound to anything I'm saying. So don't take this to the bank. But I would encourage you and anyone going back to school to talk to your financial aid people on asking what do students do to help finance yeah. or take care of that? Because they're, they're going to help you maybe with grants and scholarships that will help lighten the load. Because then on top of losing an income... You're going into paying for your school. So talk about financial. I would say, you know, make sure you got stuff straight up with your financial aid advisor. Maybe there's some upperclassmen or other folks that you know who are in school who are doing it. Just get their perspective. Um, But save up as much money as you can beforehand. I don't think grad school is something that's an impulsive just, I'm going to do it right now. No, probably not. Not Probably not for a lot of people. But I do think the other thing is the time um of like the personal time spent together i think so too because if you go from having let's say you both just have a nine to five and then all of a sudden one person is gone different hours it re it rechain like your entire relationship changes when will i see this person like do you get time with them and then when that person does come back they're probably going to be like i just want to sleep i'm tired or whatever so in your perspective when two people in a relationship are super busy what is like out of all the things that they could do together? What is like the most important thing that they should try to like prioritize? I think I would advocate for two things. I think the first is advocate for a date night, mm-hmm. like once a month. Like, and it doesn't have to be spending money, but once a month, be like the thirtieth of every month. We agree that we will dedicate this night to just doing something with each other. Yeah. Well, when we do that, we don't. 
we have a date night, and I think date is more of like a catch-all. T- it's not like I'm getting, I buy you a corsage and I pick you up at the front <laughs> door or whatever every week. And about your limo. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got that limo on all that podcast dollars we get. Um, but it's more of like, it's that catch-all term for phones down, spending time together. You know, we are you, me. We could be at a restaurant. We could just be at home. We could be going on a walk. Sometimes we just go to bed early and literally just go to bed early. Oh, I know sleep. it's like nine o'clock. We're like, oh, this it was is one fantastic. night we had set aside for date night where we're like it was like seven thirty and we just like went to bed <laughs> and just fell asleep. Um, so it could be anything. Just set us on. That really helps me. That one time a week or month set aside to where we. Can, I'm just gonna like hiccups like crazy. I don't know what's going on. Do you need me to scare you? I love do to it, do, do that. Do it. Do it. I'm not gonna do it when you know okay. about it. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Having that to look forward to has been really was has been really great. And it doesn't have to be, like I said, a fancy, you know, surf and turf dinner at the old Elks Lodge. It could just be uh, just being together. I think so. And then I would also say in those situations where there's big changes, I think you really need to self-reflect and ask for one thing that both of you need to make it through. Mm. But if you if you feel like you're being too selfish or if you're a selfless person, that's going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. But whenever there's a big change, I think you both have to say... This is a big change. I need X. Right. I don't know what that is. It's different for everybody. Yeah. I need you. I'm gone all the time. I need you to do the dishes well, Tuesday and Thursday. And, and uh, different people need different things because it may not yeah. be chores. May not be, it could be just like when I get home every day, I just need a hug and a hey and a high five and then leave me alone. You know, okay, I then, need 15 minutes. And then what of do silence. you need? It's yeah. like, okay, like I do, I do think that, that trade off, and it is only for a season, as they say. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. Well, and when we were talking to Noah and your mom, I think what we brought up is that stuff like this is really good because in your relationship, there's always life changes, job changes, baby, whatever. And this is just a, you know, one thing that's changing. And if you can navigate through this, then in the future, there's going to be other stuff where this is going to help set oh, you up yeah. for success in the future. Totally. totally. And I will have to say, half the battle is, at least you're talking about it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that'll that'll save you a lot of, even if you don't get it figured out, the fact that you're kind of bringing it up and it's on your radar, mm-hmm. that's huge. Well, and I, I think we figured out, I think we've gotten better at it, but every time we had a major life change, we would fight for about two months afterwards. Oh, yeah. Mostly me. Well, you wouldn't, you, we would fight together, so it doesn't involve both of us. Yeah, it's true. And I, I can be sassy back. I think so. I think so. But there would just be this big change, and I like stability and stuff being constant, and so having to figure out who's doing dishes and when it's happening and stuff was really stressful for mm. me, but realizing those big changes caused... That conflict was helpful for me yeah. and for us. Yeah, so we're figuring it out still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Noah. Oh, we have a visitor. <gasps> our pretty kitty Leo is in here meowing. Oh, so we have our first live studio audience. <laughs> but uh, so, Noah, I hope that helps out. And anyone else who may be going through, and this could you know, be school, it could be maybe you have a job that takes you away. There's a lot of things. So hopefully this is something that is useful and uh, as we head into a new year, as we're trying new things, and those resolutions are going to keep coming, keep your uh, partner in on the loop. Keep those communications upward because things are going to change. Things are going to be different. And when you're on the same page, things can be super awesome. 
I agree. I agree. So if you have comments on this or any other questions, you can head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash groups. Is he okay over there? Sorry, I'm snapping at the cat because he's going behind something and I don't know what's behind there. But he, he, has, he chews on cords and I see cords. This is basically Cord City, USA. Uh, Facebook.groups slash podcast, And uh, let us know if this is something that... You know, you've gone through with your partner. We'd love to hear on how you've dealt with long distance stuff or changes in uh, huge changes in the seasons of your life. So get up in there and we'd love to hear what you got to say. Stephanie. The split where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines and talk about it. I'm ready for you this time. And you said this is holiday oriented. Yeah. Oh, so excited. So around, I think around Halloween, at some point we talked about a relationship trend that was really hip called ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting. I've, I've We've talked about that. So the, when you just kind of vanish from someone's life where you're like hanging out and then they try to contact you and you just. Yeah. And then like. Oh. You're just not there anymore. You don't respond. Yeah. You just magically disappear. Like a ghost. And then now there's apparently a new festive dating trend that happens around Christmas. Ooh, is it called Let Me Get? I mean, there are ghosts at Christmas. There's that song about scary ghost stories. And then there's the (laughs) Christmas Carol where there are three ghosts. A lot of ghosts. Angels are kind of ghosts. (laughs) Um, So there's a lot of ghosts happening. This article is from Mashable. It's written by Rachel Thompson. And it's called Marleying. A festive new dating trend that's probably happened to you. Is that, okay, let me guess. This is when you show up at a party and you're dead. You're covered in chains and you're like, change your ways. Is that it? Actually, that's pretty close. Ooh. Okay, it's a little bit different. But <laughs> I had to go back in the way, way back machine mm-hmm. and look up. I remembered Marley and I was like, oh, Jacob Marley. You know, Dickens. Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley at Christmas. It's when you just get high with your partner all the time and then at play Christmas roster time. music. And then you just vanish. Marleying. <laughs> but, uh, so I had to Wikipedia. I didn't go too deep for this. Plus, this is from Mashable. We're not talking about hardcore research. We're just having a good old time here. Yeah, this isn't like those guys from Norway from last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The names we couldn't pronounce. Was that the Netherlands or Norway? Oh. Netherlands. Netherlands. Sorry. Sorry, all of our Scandinavian listeners are just enraged right now. (laughs) Sorry, guys and gals. So if you don't know, Jacob Marley, who this is referencing, is from A Christmas Carol. Do you remember who he is? I can only, the only reference I have for Christmas Carol is the Muppets Christmas Carol. And that one, there were two of them. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I've seen a Muppets Christmas Carol. It was those old heckle men. Oh, that's funny. So... Jacob Marley, I'm going to read this description verbatim from Wikipedia because it's so amazing. Okay. Jacob Marley is the deceased business partner who's a now chained and tormented ghost Mm -hmm. doomed to wander the earth forever as punishment for his greed and selfishness. Yes. In The Christmas Carol, he arranges for other ghosts to come and visit. Um yeah, he's yeah. the ghost that's like, Scrooge, there's going to be some ghosts. Yes. That's that guy. I just loved that we're talking about Marleying, and the description of the person is, you were mean to someone, so now you're chained and tormented forever. <laughs> yep. So what is Marleying? So we know... I literally have no idea. So 
It's when an ex gets back in touch over Christmas after a long period without any contact. You know, I feel like that could be a thing because this is the time where family comes together and you go back home. No place like home for the holidays. There's a movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and he's coming home for Christmas and he might turn into a snowman. I don't know. These movies kind of mix together after a while. But you're home. You are in your hometown. Everybody's around. And I could see that being like, hey, hey, you, hey, what up? I'm who, a little disappointed that you is? don't know the JTT uh, volume of filmography. I know he was the Lion King. Oh, I'm going to be a mighty king. So. Am I right? Yeah, you're basically right. Okay. So the way that they got to this research was, we've mentioned these folks once before, but good old E-Harmony. E-Harmony's back at it again. <laughs> Doing their hardcore E-Harmony research. Mm. They surveyed over 4,000 British people. <laughs> They're like, oh, this figgy pudding's terrible. <laughs> well, it had to be British, because otherwise, how would they know the reference? Oh, well, I don't know. culture jokes. So to see if they had experienced this, and of the 4,000 people, 11% had been marleyed. So not a ton, but you know, one in 10 people. Yeah. And then 8% had done the marleying. Ooh. It's a ballpark. But this so it doesn't have anything to do with ghosts. Like real ghosts. No. Okay. But it is that okay. I can see. I can see. Can you see this if you're going back home? Say, you know, before we were together, you go back home and you're like, Hey, Greg, what's what's going on? What are you doing? First of all, I'd never date someone named Greg, but yes, <laughs> I totally see what you're saying. What you doing? Because then, you know, after the break, you're just like, you're out of town again. You're back. Whatever. Well, you're right. Like, they talked about the causes of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are the causes of marleying? Um, well, first, you're a chained ghost, so you're lonely. Uh, so the one of the causes they mentioned is people, just like you said, people come home and there's opportunity. Mm -hmm. You're a horrible capitalist in life, but now you're dead. That's the other That's the other symptom of marleying. You go in to see your parents and then you remember your ex from high school or college and think, wow. They were great for that four-month period. I'll mm -hmm. talk to them again. And then you see Jefferson at the bar, and he's wearing his letter jacket. And you're like, nope. Jefferson. You are 30 years old. You were the quarterback, man. What happened? <laughs> Take that off. Maybe it's because your name was Jefferson. There was just no <laughs> hope for you. <laughs> Don't be namist. <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing. Says Stephanie Belcher. Bel oh, sorry, oh. Grandma. Okay, so then the second cause is loneliness oh the holidays can be very lonely it's true even when you're around family you can feel lonely but then eHarmony did a separate survey and i don't know what i think of this percentage but they said 10 percent of singles dread the holiday because of loneliness i feel that especially if you are single and family is asking when you gonna whatever i feel like i say the reason I hesitate is I don't think 10% of singles being lonely over the holidays is enough for me to run out and mm -hmm. give them something. I'm like, eh, because I feel like it's such a trope to be like, well, you're single. You must be lonely. I'm like, that's not true. Like, But that being said, maybe. Maybe. But I do feel like single people do get a lot of grief from their families over the holidays. It's at least enough to make you annoyed. Like, yeah. I, I'm fine. Like, I really can be an independent person. It's great. It's good. Yeah. Well, this is a good article. So, I don't know if you've been Marleyed before, people that are listening, or you've done any Marleying, but 
this is the term. I feel that we might have one or two people in particular that I'm thinking of that probably have been Marleyed or Marleyed someone, and I'd love to hear their stories. You know who you are. Well, I've been Marleyed before. What? I think it was when we... No. When was it? No, it was a while ago. But it happened. I don't know the exact date and time, but I remember it being around Christmas because I remember getting a text and my mom was driving and then I had to get out to get the mail and it was cold. But it was an like this guy I dated in high school or something. Hey, cut it out. Mess- <laughs> the cat is chewing on cords. Mm-hmm. Messaged me over the holidays and he's like, hey, do you want to get together? I was like, ugh, delete. Like, no. <laughs> like, there's a reason this didn't work out. But I think if Scrooge had done that, he'd just been like, come on, Marley. But, Jeez Louise. But hey, maybe that's how some couples get back together and end up being happy. You know, I thought of something that we could we could make a term for that Mashable should do an article about. Yeah. It's called Tim Alloning. <laughs> it's when you um, murder Santa Claus and put on his coat <laughs> and then it turns your life upside down. It's true. Tim Alloning. Write about Alloning. it. Alloning. Timming. Timming. Scott Santa. Calvining. Scott Calvining. It's such a good movie, Santa Claus. I know. It got some loopholes that I'm just not quite sure how Maybe that murder worked. is too strong of a word. What? He said, hey, what are you doing? And then Santa died. I know, but there wasn't any, like, anyway. It wasn't malicious. No. Manslaughter. I, I think maybe. I don't know the definition, but yes. I'd, I'd be, I'd feel more comfortable <laughs> with manslaughter. <laughs> I feel more comfortable with manslaughter. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, if you would like to talk to us about this article, we want to hear what you've got to say. So thank you for for uh for your in your future input that you will put in this episode and you know sorry that for the crazy uh release schedule lately a lot of holidays a lot of family a lot of traveling around but we're still working hard getting you that sweet content so hope you liked it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well the next time we see you in our podcast ears will be 2018 wow where does the time go? I'm shaking my head. I'm like, gosh, it just oh, feels like it goes so fast. This is episode 40. It is. The big four. Oh, we are officially over the hill. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a pretty, lot. That's pretty exciting. That's a lot of sweet, sweet content. So next year is going to be so good. We're going to revolutionize the pod waves. So uh, remember, always like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, send us your questions, and we look forward to a wonderful 2018 with all of the pod squad you included. So, Stephanie, before we go, is there anything else? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much.